0: Check, check, mic check. 60 show, Presented by Maxis tires. tires, 100% Goggles, 100% goggles. goggles. Decal, works. Decal work. Get Data, data. and Vertex, vertex. On Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis.
1: The sweet sounds of Creed coming in. Fly Racing Moto 60 show coming at you. Thursday, February 23rd, 11 a.m. Dallas coming up this weekend. It is round seven of the Monster Energy uh, Supercross series. Triple Crown Fever in Dallas. Love it. Uh, Love to see these Triple Crowns. Lots of things happen in these things, and they're always exciting to watch and check out and everything else. So 702-586-7857, you got something on your mind, something you want to talk about. Looks like we're going to have Jason Thomas on the show and maybe, maybe Kyle Chisholm. I'm trying to work it out. Caller Dan Drewman. One of those two. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Please check it out at your local dealer at Motorsport.com, of course, whether it's uh, the patrol off-road gear, whether it's the Evo line of gear with the BOA closure system, which you see on the Evo and the light line of gear, the Formula helmet, the uh, uh, Zone Pro goggles. Man, FlyRacing.com has made huge strides with a lot of their products, and really, there's a color, there's a style, there's a design that will suit you. And, of course, you can see the fly racing and stuff on uh, McElrath and Chiz and RJ Hampshire and Dean Wilson and Max Anstey, of course. Anstey's back in action this weekend. A surprise podium rider, right, from the first two rounds of the East Coast. Uh, Hunter Lawrence has gone 1-1, and Anstey's gone 3-3. So really, really good results uh, for Max as well. Uh, we got lots to talk about tonight on the, show, today on the show. And, again, thank you to the folks at Max's Tires. Get data. Plum Creek funding 100%. Decal works, Vertex pistons all on board with us. We are giving 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 away a set of 100% goggles as well as a set of Fly Racing Evo gloves, 702-586-7857. If you want to call and chat about that, uh, taking your calls over there in the corner, cutting it real close with time today. But, hey, he's here, and that's all that matters. The Tiss Legere Tiss, what's up? We started on time, and that's all that matters. Just cutting it close, buddy. Yep. Cutting it close. Yep. Uh, As a San Diego-based company, the 100% brand has always been synonymous with American motocross. Since way back in the 1980s, 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto. Today, as the brand's awareness goes, you can see 100% in downhill mountain biking, BMX tracks, MotoGP, baseball, snowboarding, and more. 100% is a generation of racers asking the original tagline, how much effort do you give? 100%.com. Thank you to those guys. Of course, you look at the Lawrence brothers. Uh, or I should say I just look at Jet Lawrence running uh, 100% Star Racing Yamaha 100% right, Uh, Marvin Muskan 100% Dylan Ferrandez 100% Uh, we'll talk more about those guys in a little bit because they're not here but uh, lots to get into when it comes to the show thank you 100% Decal Works as well The Pulp MX23 is the code to save at decalmx.com. Get 20% off using the code pulpmx23. Decal works, number one, for many reasons. Their mission is to cater to those who love to ride. They uphold the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Uh, Sean and everybody down there at Decal Works will make your dreams come alive uh, with decalmx.com. Numbers, graphics, uh, logos, all that kind of stuff. They'll work with you to design the best uh, of the best there. And uh, So please check it out. Thank you to decal works and thank you to uh you guys for listening 702 we have a few lines open still on the show so uh got lots to get into tonight today on the show 250 east obviously picking back up but let's start with 450 class and i've got some questions for our caller here from fly racing flyracing.com it's jason thomas what's up jt
2: not too much. Just watching it snow, man. I know. I know it's cold in Vegas too. Um, snow- so yeah.
1: Yeah. Snowed yesterday. Uh, snowed here yesterday. Crazy. It's
2: still winter. Yeah. As bad as that sucks. It's no. still winter.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I have not seen the track map for this weekend's race. Uh, I'm I'm assuming you have. What's it like? What are we looking at for this Triple Crown race in Dallas? What's your thoughts?
2: Yeah, it's not so bad. Um, under over under is back, so I know you'll you'll like that. Um, there are a couple of sections that could get creative, really long start, uh, the uh, almost the entire length, like one lane short mm-hmm. of uh, the full length. So, overall, it's pretty good. Uh, I'll be interested to see how a few sections play out, but uh, not, not too bad. We had
1: Eli on the show Monday, and uh, we're going to have cheers later on, I think, today on this show. But the Oakland track was... I mean, when you have guys like Sexton and Eli uh, just talking about how brutal it was, um, yeah. Yep. Eli was saying how steep the jumps were, how soft the dirt was, how the ruts were, were impacting everything, and, um, you know, you had sections like Cooper Webb, the only guy to go all the way over that table. Um, you know, a couple of guys were quadding in practice, then they stopped. Like, it was a brutal track for these guys.
2: Yeah, it was. I mean, uh, you know, I think if the dirt had been really hard packed, it wouldn't have been so bad, but... Um, that that dirt breaking down just really ups the ante on difficulty. And what I find is that it really punishes mistakes more. You know, these guys can get around the track, but if you screw up, the the uh, the punishment's going to be much harsher, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Dallas has been, uh, I mean, look, it's, it's pretty old now, the stadium, but it's still, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Minneapolis. We don't go there this year, but Minneapolis is beautiful. Uh, it's still one of the nicer stadiums we have on the circuit by far. It's great
2: it is it is uh one of our vendors was uh wps vendors was in town this week and uh, he had never been he's from australia and he had never been and he's flying down there to there tomorrow and I, that's kind of what i was telling him i was like man it's i we get jaded you and i because we we are fortunate enough to do this all the time but the first time you go there just the size and scope of it is really like nothing else there is out there it's just so massive overall um it's really cool to to see
1: yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's neat. The dirt, too, like you raced in the old Dallas Stadium. It was concrete. Uh, the roof was open. Terrible. It was hard and slippery and dusty. Uh, and then the – the I, I don't know if it's the same dirt. I don't know they got it from a different spot. But this is some of the best dirt on the circuit
2: now. It is now. Yeah. It is now. Um, you know, I find it interesting. If you go on the supercrosslive.com website, on the details section, they have these quotes or actually on the track maps, they have these quotes from riders about each round. And sometimes they're wildly inaccurate. Um, I, I saw Cooper Webb saying that he had his only time he'd ever been to East Rutherford, he won. Uh, he's been there a couple times. He got 14th one year. So some of them I, I find pretty comical. Uh, but I also get some some insight at times maybe that's accurate. Um, one of them was talking about Arlington, to uh, you know, more relevant. And they – Said exactly that. They said this is the the best dirt of the series. I think it was actually McAdoo was talking about how great the dirt was uh, for this weekend. And it's just funny because in my day, the dirt was terrible. Like, you just knew. The one thing you could count on was it was consistent. It's like the complete opposite of what Oakland did. Like, it was going to be the same the first lap as it was the last lap. But there was just no traction whatsoever.
1: Mechanics area was, like, full goggles on because you were just getting dusted out, you know. It was – not great, and I remember being up in the press area too, and there being like a rat up there and cobwebs and stuff, like, <laughs> like not good, uh, you know. And, yeah. and I don't think there's one rat in the new Jerry world at all. So
2: no, um, yes, yeah, ma- massive press box too, just absolutely yeah. enormous.
1: Big, uh, big news: uh, Eli Tomac pulling alongside one Jason Thomas for career Supercross uh, starts this weekend. That's that's a, that's a big news.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's really big news, but um, okay. for it, it's. Interesting for me, because obviously with, let's start with I don't deserve to be in the same sentence as the Ito We know that I know that I am very self deprecating in that way i like I don't want anybody to be like, why would you even compare yourself? I'm not okay, but it is uh I didn't know the number you know and that's that's two fifty four fifty combined that's basically all your supercross entries uh, so yeah. I was 11th, and uh, as of this weekend, we'll be tied for 11th. Is so this uh, I'm is sure this... he doesn't know
1: or care? Yeah. but it's interesting. For nah, me. we'll throw it out at him and see what he says. Is this uh, is this mains or starts?
2: This is just starts. This is yeah, how yeah. many times you've showed up and, yep. and raced.
1: Okay, yeah, interesting. Uh, An 11th, um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. It's pre- pretty good. I um I talked to Mike Larocco for a podcast that's coming out next week, and he's the all-time career points leader. Um, when you combine everything, super cost and motor yeah. all together. Uh, Mike, Mike didn't know this, in case you're wondering. Yeah,
3: shocker. Yeah, yeah
1: Mike, Mike didn't know this. Um, but see, he's
2: a, and sorry, he, to me, like, I feel like I'm more of a compiler. Like, I don't have anything great to stand on. Like, mm-hmm. my results weren't impressive at all, right? So, it's, I'm definitely that compiler guy. Well, Rocco's not, right? He has both. He has championships, wins, all the things, plus all these these points in races too, which is why I think guys like Wyndham and, and Reed and those guys are so incredibly impressive because they have both.
1: Yeah, and especially when you look at the attrition rate in our sport and how many people get hurt.
2: Yeah. You know? For sure. Um, and to be that good,
1: right? Yeah, like yeah. you could just keep going. I could have kept
2: racing. Like I didn't nobody was telling me I had to stop. I just was like I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Um, and I could have kept piling on races, but those guys were they were at a really high level. And you could argue Reed at the end, whatever, but I mean he got a podium in freaking twenty nineteen. Yeah. Or 2018,
1: 2018, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, looks like Marv, big news the, this week was Marv has been announced as out indefinitely. Uh, we think it's a, at uh, uh, it least last year. Yeah, a- and yeah. it's his last year, we think it is. So, real bummer. Yeah. Real bummer for Marv to have to go out like that.
2: It is. Um, you know, I wonder if he'll come back. You know, I, I, don't, I can't, the way things are shaping up, I personally don't see Red Bull KTM putting him back on that team because of, the amount of guys that are available and the the situation they're already in with what do we do with Webb, Sexton's coming on, what do we do with AP? Like there's a million questions they already have to answer, sans Marv. Uh, But I hope he can find a a place that's worth it to him to go racing. Um, I think any team would be lucky to have him. You know, it's just expectations, right? I don't think he's going to go win, but I still think he could be a top-ten guy, no problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Dylan Ferrand is out for another week. He posted on his social, so um, he hopes to make it back for Daytona. And uh, R.J. Hampshire has been riding a 450 also, and from what I understand, he can pick any three 450 races he wants to ride. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so where does R.J. drop in if he decides? He's obviously not doing Dallas, but if he wants to do Daytona or anything else, where does R.J. drop into the 450 class, you think?
2: Well, let's just hope it's not face first. Um oh. that's 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 my biggest hope because he's doing pretty well in Tuba D West. Uh and he could you know we need him as fire racing and I'm sure Rockstar Husky wants him to be on the podium each week there. But I don't know, it's an interesting question. Um the field is really difficult and what I would say to him is like look at how good your teammate christian craig is during the week right like he is phenomenal we all know how fast he is and then look at his results you tell me like that's that doesn't look inviting at all um he's his best finish of the year is a seventh so i don't know man like rj can go really fast but this class is no joke right now
1: no no well it's not as deep as it has been but yeah absolutely right out front the the top guys for sure
4: so. Yeah, but
2: even, I mean, look at like Joey and Cincerillo, and like, these guys are not, it's not, it's not easy for anybody. Yeah. Like yeah. they're getting eight, nine, 10, 11 every single week. Look at Dino. He hasn't even got a top 10 yet. You know, it's, right. it's really difficult, even though we've lost a couple of guys. Yes. I just, you know, like Ro- Roxon got 11th last week. Like it's tough, man. And yeah, Roxon didn't have a good week, but I don't know where RJ fits into that. Right. If I had to guess 10, 11, Justin Cooper land, you know,
1: so uh, it's kind of interesting. We have a, like a, th- a through line through the last few races. Uh, Webb, not so good. Houston, big week in Tampa, and he answered. Eli Tomac not so good in Tampa, big week in Oakland, and he answered. And doing even worse than those two was Ken Rockson at, uh at Oakland, and he just went backwards. He did win a heat first time all year, first time for the HEP guys as well to win, and then he had a terrible main event. I think Kenny is fortunate that we're going to a triple crown in Dallas because he's good at these and he can I mean he was tied for the for the overall going into the last one at Anaheim too. So I guess he needs to answer in my mind. I don't again, like Webb and Tomac, he doesn't need to answer with a win. That's fine, but holy crap, what we saw from Roxton wasn't good. And I think he will answer JT in a triple crown. I think he'll come back.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm uh I'm unsure because I don't think he's found any answers yet and i don't think he's happy with several things like i don't think he's just gelled with the bike as much as he has had wanted to and you know it's so funny you go back to like the preseason and all the comments about man the bike blew me away and i just couldn't couldn't believe how good it was and all these things and that's why i went to the team and all that and you're just like okay well let's see how it's going a few months in and here we are you know and it's just like switching suspension every time you go out and all those happy feelings are not there anymore. And uh, I don't know. I, I've heard people around the industry kind of talking about it, and there are others that feel like it goes south from here. Like they feel like that Oakland struggle was a real crack in the system, and it's going to go significantly downhill from here. Now I don't know. I, I don't really have that strong of an opinion.
1: he's um, well, but He's, he's had we'll, some terrible we'll races on Honda and rebounded. There's been some like I think that one of those Atlantas, he was just going backwards. Terrible main event, uh, had no answers. I remember some people were saying he wasn't even that mad after the race, and he answered the the next race, yeah. not with a win, but like I, a strong. Yeah, one. yeah. I,
2: I'm not of the. I don't have a strong opinion about it. I'm just some people that are pretty well known in the industry that that should know these things. They know him well. They were very worried about how that went. So we'll yeah. see. I'm yeah. just here for the ride. I'm, I'm just watching. Um, but well, they were of the feeling that once it kind of goes sideways for him, he has a really hard time of reeling it back in.
1: I think he answers. I think he okay. gets a top. Right. I think he's top four in Dallas. No, top five. Okay, he's top five. Okay, yep.
2: I mean, I, he certainly can be. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah. you to think that I'm the one saying yeah. this because I don't. I, I know he, he he could be on the podium. Like he's already done it yeah. once this yeah. year, like at, at the Triple Crown. You know, so. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's just a lot of push pull right now. And I, I think a lot of it's, you hate to say, I, I hate to say that it's him doing it because I don't think he's enjoying being unhappy, but he's the only one that can determine whether he's happy with the bike or not. So right. I think part of it is just, you know, at some point as a racer, everybody that has done this at a relatively high level, when the bike's even good or bad or somewhere in between, which it often is. At some point you just have to say, Okay, well this is as good as it's gonna get within reason and I've gotta find a way to ride this damn yeah. thing. Like I'm getting paid a lot of money and I gotta figure this thing out because this is what I signed up for.
1: Yeah, you'll never make a bike work everywhere where you're totally happy. You just won't. It's nope. just it's just okay. not not possible. All right. Let's uh
2: But you know, oh, this is the ahead. bike he agreed to ride, right? Yeah. Like you ha your are gonna be good and bad and different and you just gotta you gotta figure it out and ride the damn thing at some point.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right, and you're taking the money, and you've got to be professional, and yep, all of it, all of it, right? Um. All right, we've got a lot of phone calls. Let's get to it. First up, it's David on 4. David, what's up, man? What You got a question about dartfish?
5: Yes, I do. <laughs> so I was listening to you guys talk about it the other night on the Pulp Show, and... Do you think with the advent of dartfish and, and things like this that guys are kind of playing games in, in the qualifying sessions with as far as, like, doing jump rhythms and stuff, do you think that affects, they're like, so like because I've heard some interviews where they're like, they'll talk to, like, Webb or something, and they'll say, yeah, I tried it once in practice, and then I just held it for the main. Do you think they intentionally, like, don't do certain rhythms because they don't want others to know because everybody can follow them now? Uh, yeah, that's been
1: going on but even before Dartfish. Racers. Yeah. Well, yeah, racers yeah. keep stuff in their back pocket all the time, right? They don't want to show everybody, but JT I don't think even with the Dartfish and and you know everybody knows who's going fast, the 23 and the 1 and all of that. I don't think JT that these guys hold much back. I mean, sometimes but generally speaking they work off the confidence of knowing that they're fast and they have to do the rhythms the right way.
2: Yeah, and it's uh things have changed. You know, the bikes are so capable these days. It's really hard to have a section that you can just pull out of your back pocket. Um, we just don't really see that very often anymore, you know? And, and if you do, yeah. um, somebody's probably tried it during the day at some point and good luck sneaking that past everybody. It's just, it's just yeah. changed. You know, it's, the, the the whole dynamic has just changed. You know, if you go back to two strokes, there were so many jumps and things they are like, I, you know, me as a racer thinking about it, I was like, I don't know if I can make that or not. Like, I genuinely don't know yeah. if I can make it. Let alone if I want to, I don't know if I can make it. Right. The, the four shows right. now, you can pretty much jump anything, and they have everybody has the same footage because these teams will have multiple cameras out there at a time, and you just can't sneak anything past anybody anymore. So that's that was definitely a thing yeah. for many, many years. You know, Stu would, was so notorious for that, just pulling out sections in the main event but it, it just seems like that whole thing has kind of gone away for the most part.
1: Yeah. I don't think it doesn't happen much, David, <laughs> I, but yeah,
5: I have, I have one more thing. Yep. Uh, JT, can you, can um, I noticed in the picture with the uh, Ben LeMay interview that uh, I know Savachi's wearing canvas this year, but I noticed he's wearing fly gloves. Does canvas not make a glove or does he just prefer fly gloves? Or is he got a fly glove deal? Cool. Or can you comment that's, on that? That's a good
2: question. Um, I don't, Believe that, to my knowledge, we have anything specific of a deal with him. Um, And I would guess that Canvas makes gloves. I don't know for sure. Um, But, yeah, people are, and you wouldn't know this, but riders are notoriously picky about gloves. It's it's the one thing that they're the most picky about across the industry. And we deal with that on our own end. There there are riders of ours that we have to custom build gloves for. We make modifications to existing gloves. uh, So it's not that we're doing anything perfectly. Uh, I think Joey just probably got very used to a specific glove and he wants yeah. to use it. So
1: Yeah, and he wore fly, uh, remember for the World Supercar stuff, so he was in Fly for those yeah. races, so he's familiar with them and, and all of that. So thanks, David. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Have appreciate you, it. Fly racing Moto sixty show. Ken's on too. Ken, you got an Eli Tomac question?
0: Yes, yeah, Steve. Uh thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Um I know you're a stat I know you're a stat guy and um recently an Eli Tomac stat that really surprised me. Um got his 40th heat race win and then his 48th uh, main event win later that night i got to thinking about all the guys that have heat race wins and have no
1: main event wins um hmm. i don't know who, there, who that would be i i don't know um do you have a list well, is there a list anywhere um D, doesn't dino have a heat race win um mm. did he win a heat race on uh, chad reed's bike
0: I thought he won Daytona
1: Heat Race. I didn't think he ended up winning that, but maybe. I Did don't know. Did Stu to... get him?
2: I know he and Stu battled big time. Yeah, I in thought that Stu... race. there's that epic picture of right. him and Stu. I thought I Stu know.
1: got him. I don't know for sure. Uh, JT, do you know if Dean? I can't remember if Dean ever won a Heat Race. I don't
2: know. I mean, it's it's readily available online. We could figure it out. I just don't know. Off the top of my
1: head. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I wonder about that list, uh, Ken, how, how much that list crosses over, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah I just thought it was surprising that, that he had more. Main event wins and heat race wins. That's all.
1: Yeah, I, I gotta think. I don't. Again, I haven't seen the stats. I can ask Clinton. Chad Reed has to have the most heat race wins, huh, JT? Like in history? I would think so. Like, dude,
2: just sheer numbers. Um, but I don't know, man. Stu, like the thing about Stu is he like never lost the heat race, like ever. So, I want to say that Stu does. I mean, his heat race. Win percentage? I saw it one time. It was insane. Was it? It okay. was like eighty percent or higher or something crazy. Um, I would like to see that number again because I just remember looking at him going, "Oh my god, he just I, never I, lost heat was, races."
0: Okay. That was what I was alluding to is some of the greats
1: that have just so many heat race wins over their main well, event I'm gonna, totals. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Clinton right now. Um, if he's got all-time heat, because maybe Stu's got a better heat race win percentage. But I'm betting, I'm betting that uh, that Chad has more. But Stu has like, yeah, maybe JT like a 90% or something.
2: Yeah, it's something crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, all right, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. All right I just asked uh, I asked Clinton if he's got that handy. Um, right. I, I don't think I saw that stat. So, I, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Um, all right, Jake's on three. Jake, what's up, man?
3: Hey, how are you guys doing today? Good. good. Hello?
1: Yeah, I'm here. What's up,
0: man? All right. Um, so I got two questions that both involve Sexton. Um, All right. The first one is, do we think it's going to be a setback for him, even if he has a good year when he moves to
4: KCM, being that it's a totally different bike?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Good question. I'm not sure. could. Yeah, it could. Yeah. Could. It could i was just
0: wondering, I mean, he's already got the mental confidence issues that we're seeing. I mean, going to a totally different
1: bike, it's going to have a different feel, a different response. I mean, it could be really good. It could be really bad. I do wonder, yep. I do wonder, JT, if he got to ride one. Like, this thing, like, Kenny, Kenny did his Honda deal a year ahead of time, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he never rode the bike, from what I heard and gathered and talked to people. Never rode the Honda. Just was like yeah, I'll be factory Honda, you know, ride RCH and then go factory Honda. I wonder if Sexton wrote it.
2: I'd be shocked if he didn't. I truly would really? be shocked yeah. if he didn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, only because if you look at when he signed that deal, the bike was new and a lot of people were having issues. So, to like, when you have kind of the world at your fingertips, like Sexton does and did, why would you take that risk without – some sort of secretly riding it like why would you ever do that well you know th- that's
1: the only know, reason like, yes i agree with you but to me it was done so early that maybe that would be the reason because it was done so damn early that you're not you're really breaking contracts right like you know we all we all know the october 1st contract but you ride mm-hmm. the bike in august because you're leaving and it's like ah, a couple months whatever like that's happened you know a hundred times right but Yep. This being so damn early, I, I, yeah. But but I'm with you. If I'm if I'm Kieran, the dad, Chase, I want to ride the bike.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'd, it's such a touchy thing. Like Honda would probably terminate you, you know, for doing something like that if they knew. So I don't know that he would ever tell us until way later down the road.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: But if it's me, I'm finding a way to do it. Yeah, like as yep. secretively as possible, maybe. To the extreme of, of secretive, but I'm, I'm finding a way to get myself on one. Even if I had to go buy one, someone buy one and would just let me ride a stock one, yeah. I would just want to know what I'm getting into.
1: Fly to Austria for like a day, you know? I, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Uh, borrow. Borrow. I mean, t- people have KTM's all over. Just borrow the damn thing. I would just want to know something about it. Just call you know? Truman.
1: Like this is, just call Truman. <laughs>
2: right. He probably has 10 of them. Yeah, Truman
1: time. can get you a KTM by 2 o'clock.
2: He could. <laughs> and a, and a uh, pinky.
1: Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that all goes down, and we'll know more like you know, down the road and all, like you said, JT. Uh, Mike's on five. What's up, Mike?
4: Uh, not much. Hey, I was listening to the Pulp Show um, last Monday night or whatever when you guys were talking about tough blocks. Um, so I've kind of had this idea in my head for a little while. <clears throat> what if we just got rid of that whole block idea, right? Uh, anytime you see a guy's front wheel land on one, he's dead. Uh, he blows one out into another lane, somebody else dies, whatever, ton of scenarios, right? Um, What if we just replace those with a little bit of a denser foam, um, but we just did like a three or four inch tall mat, right? So when a guy's front wheel does land on it, he can ride that out or rear wheel or whatever. And then when he actually hits it with his own body, Um, There is still some support there to disperse energy and try to.
1: Is that tall enough to advertise, though? Because that's what they are. They're advertisers, right?
4: Yeah, man, you got the whole top of it, right? So you make it, uh, say, two feet wide or whatever. You have that whole top spot of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, cameras are always pointed down. Fans are always looking down at the track. Nobody's looking at the side of a tough block necessarily as Uh it is.
1: I'm, I'm just down for something. We can try it. JT, we can try it. Uh, I just can we do anything?
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. defer to you. You are you are the uh, the tough luck whisperer. This has been your uh, cross to bear, so I will stay completely sure. out of this. You tell
4: me if it's a good idea. Or all man. right,
1: all right, Mike. Thanks for the do idea. You, I'll, uh, do
4: you I'll, think I'm in left field with that idea, though? No, like, I do not do think. think
1: no? no, I listen. A lot of fans have fucking crazy left field ideas, and I just want to punch myself in the head. This is not one of them. Yep, I can see all it. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. I mean, it just takes money. It just takes money. We had um, we had a Dirtworks, uh, Alex from Dirtworks on the show, and he suggested little tiny loops on the tough blocks instead of trays to pound a little tiny stake in to t- try to keep them somewhat stable. So
2: Did he also tell you to tell me to get off the track?
1: Not that time. Okay. No. Uh, Christian's right. on four. Christian has an Aaron Plessinger question. Go ahead, Christian.
0: Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, so um, so him starting his 450 career on Factory Yamaha and not Star Racing, did it stunt him from having the same success in the 450 class as the 250s? JT, what do you
1: think?
2: I missed the uh, I missed starting.
1: Star- uh, AP, like yeah. Go ahead, go
0: ahead, caller. He- AP. Yeah, so you know, jumping into Factory Yamaha, we know like that wasn't so much of a successful program as star is like so him coming from star in 250s if he started his 450 career with star around the same people does that have a like effect of how he progresses like does he progress the championship contender race winner if he starts his career on 450 with star
1: i'm going to say yes jt what do you think it's
2: possible man but I don't know. That winning championships right now is such a tall order. Like it's you could point to a a million different things as to why you're not like these look at the guys right now. Like of being able to like good luck beating Sexton or Tomac or, you know, Webb in there now too. Like, I don't know. It's it's really, really hard. There there's just too many things to point to to say why aren't you a champion? Um, just it it's as tough as it gets. Like, there's no, there is no yeah. more task in yeah. the sports than that.
1: I talked to a guy that worked at Yamaha, factory Yamaha, and now works on another team. And he, again, like, when you talk to people around star and riders and people, they love to tell you about how, look, man, just new management at Yamaha, new open minds at Yamaha. A lot of people take shots at the old regime at Yamaha for being inflexible, being um uh hard-headed uh not listening to new ideas and you can hear that in comments people don't say that directly but you can hear that in comments of riders and people as to why star has got this bike working better and i talked to somebody that totally agreed with that and said there was a lot of pushback and there was a lot of my way or the highway this is how we're going to proceed with our testing and this person's like yeah I, i i can totally see why Star's better and the old guys at Yamaha. So, yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go uh yes on that on that comment. Do I do, you 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 know, go ahead.
2: You think AP now? Like, so why isn't he winning now?
1: Well, I I don't know if that was the question. I think Christian like was just
0: confidence. Well,
1: did it Christian did it, was just saying being, that he would be better, you know? Yeah, like like
0: you know how like it cuz we saw what was like Webb. Let's put Webb as an example. Like even though Webb overcame it or whatever, but did it like almost stunt his confidence in a way from believing that he is a race winner? And I, I get what you mean by the championship thing, JT. I mean, we could put it like a couple years prior, like in, into perspective. But like, mm-hmm. does it give him the confidence? Is what I
1: mean by that? Or just start off better, you know. Just start his yeah. career off. Yeah, better. I think. Get yeah, the I ball think he room.
0: definitely would
2: have been better earlier. He, he definitely would have been better earlier, but. I don't believe right now that AP is a better motorcycle racer than Eli Tomac. That that's what it comes down yeah. to, right? So if he's gotta if he's gotta go beat Eli Tomac for a championship, I
0: don't like his chances of doing that. Yeah, you know, but put don't. it in the race. Put it more like in the race wins, I guess, if you want to put it that way. Like, do we see him? Do we see him doing some stew dances? Like, that's what I want to see, man. You know. Well,
2: but he, look at who he was racing then, and look who he's
0: racing now. Yeah, no, that's a good point, because there's plenty of riders, you know, who start up in the 250s. Well, yeah, the story's been written over and over again with the 250 class transferring into the 450s. Well, they're all guys, champions. You know, they're yeah, all champions. tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, yeah so. those guys, that, yeah.
2: there's a lot of really, really good guys that are, like, in eighth place in the 450s going, damn it, I wish I could do better. But it's they look around, you're know, like, oh, okay, yeah, well, everybody's back here.
1: Uh, Christian, do you want a set of goggles or fly racing gloves?
2: Uh, we'll take the goggles. All
1: right, stay on hold. All right, Sorry, thanks, for, Thanks for the question. Thank you. No, it's all good. Yeah, I,
2: I, I like debate. I, I don't have. I don't think anybody's wrong or right. I mean, AP could go win this weekend. I like, guess it, it's not impossible. I, I took it's it just, more
1: as just having more success, not championships. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: the. I think the star program is much better than it was. When it was factory Yamaha. Yes. That, that, yes. That's my take from the outside.
1: I think, uh, I think that's right. And uh, Tom has a future headline. I know JT loves this. So go ahead, Tom. What's your future headline?
0: All right. Future headline. Hunter Lawrence shows the little brother up and keeps the streak alive with triple crown domination. Or Hunter shares little bro's triple crown challenges and misses the top step of the podium.
1: All right, not bad. You need a more dramatic effect in there, but that's not bad. Uh, yeah,
2: more, more ridiculousness yes. is what we wow. want. Or
1: dramatic. Some say dramatic. Um, what do you think, JT?
2: I think Hunter wins this weekend. Um, you know, some people – there's two ways to look at this, in my opinion. Two ways to look at a triple crown. One is that shorter races and kind of the anything can happen, in air quotes type thing. I look at it more as there are three races – and any sort of weird result evens out. So I think the cream rises more to the top, if that makes sense. Uh, and in that scenario, I like Hunter to win. I think he's really consistent. His starts are good. And when you look at who he's up against, Thrasher and Jordan and these guys, I think he's, he's more consistent and just has a little bit better grasp over a series right now than they do. So I'll, I'll take him to win again.
1: All right. There you go, caller. Yeah, not bad. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Plum Creek Funding. Our guy Zach there, Z-A-C-H, Zach at Funding.com. If you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, your first-time buyer, you're an investor, you got a vacation home, which is like what Tits and Marks has. Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home. If you're looking to pull cash out of that thing, contact a professional. We're over 25 years of experience, uh, now with direct access to 12 different states. Zach Morris, Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. Both JT and I. And Parabinos have used Zach for some home purchases over the years, and it's gone really, really good. So uh, he says if you say discount, hashtag same square footage, you'll get a discount, but I don't, I don't believe it. Um, all right, JT, before we let you go here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, all right, we need your we need your triple crown winners. I think I got them already, but go ahead.
2: Um, you want both classes? Of course. Okay. Uh, podium or just winners?
1: Just winners, man. Okay. You've done this a bunch, uh, just the winners in both I know, classes. I know.
2: Well, I, we, we do a bunch of shows. We do the fire racing radio show that has podiums. I don't know. There's all kinds of different stuff. Okay. Uh, I will do 250 Hunter, I already said, and then 450.
1: I'm just going to keep picking Chase. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah,
2: I'm not a quitter. I'm just going to keep picking him. It's,
1: it's not bad. It's not a bad theory. Absolutely. So, um, All right. Well, enjoy Dallas. I won't be there this weekend. So um, I can't believe you're not going. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I did six in a row. Uh, uh, what, what do you want? Can I take a break? Two no? in a row.
2: That's it. That's your. That's, I'm, that's I'm not you allowed to take is. a break.
1: Like I just uh, can't.
2: Not not really. No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't know. I, I apologize. Are you a Daytona? No.
2: Oh, oh, so now the story gets deeper. <laughs> no, it's necessarily... Two in a row.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, yeah, you wow. know, um, we see. You, will we see you at Indy? Yes, I will be at Indy. We have a live show. Uh, tickets available on pulpamex.com. So I will be at Indy. Yeah, I was. This was supposed to be the live swap race, and Kiefer was going, and then we switched it all around. And honestly, plane tickets were were insane. I don't know what's going on with the airlines right now, including I looked at you know American because Dallas is a hub for them. I was willing to fly American direct, and that was still going to be eleven hundred dollars.
2: Wow, really? Might
1: mine have been too crazy. I, I don't it's know weird. what's going on. I don't understand if it's a Vegas thing. But yeah, so yeah, I'm huh. out. All right. Thanks for right. Uh, enjoy the Triple Crown and uh, enjoy the race, man. Thanks. All right. See you. All right. See you. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. Dan Truman coming up next. Uh, let's speak of Dan. Let's get it down on five. What's up, Dan? How are you, man?
0: Hey, Steve. I got a theory on why Feld doesn't want your tough block idea. Right. Do you think. Do you think that because the Nets have just worked so well and saved so many lives that they can't risk taking another one of your ideas and having it be a success?
1: You know, I just read a book on uh, the the guy who invented the full floater suspension system. You know what that is? Yep. Yeah, Uh, yeah. And he won like over $100 million from Suzuki. It took him eight years, but he won it because they stole his patent. And do you think that could be what it is? Where I'm going to launch, you know, Arthur Draper lawsuit on uh, on Feld if they start taking my ideas that I have not patented and I haven't done anything with? I don't know. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, he's a, he was a moto guy too, so he's going to back the moto guys, not not the entertainers.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't no. know. I, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I listen. Um, I just I know I know Tough Blocks have saved a lot of riders. I get it. I would put the odds that Tough Blocks flying out in the other lane have hurt more riders than than almost anything else. And we continue to do nothing. Nothing that, changes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's it. we got to continue to innovate. Otherwise, what are we? We're, exactly. we're just going to be the same old crap.
1: Yep. All right. Thanks for the call, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Thank yep. you. Yep. Thanks, Steve. Uh, fly Racing, Moto60, com. Uh, please check out uh, the folks at Maxis, Vertex Pistons, Plum Creek Funding, 100%, Decal Works, all on board. And also, Get and Athena, the Get guys uh, have gotten a huge Get, if that makes sense. factory honda this year uh the hunter and uh the jet and the hunter are using the ecus and the data loggers and the rpm dashboards the 450 guys are using the rpm dashboards as well data loggers on there too whether it's two-stroke cdis whether it's four-stroke ecus the folks at get have it dialed and speaking of get and athena it's dan truman what's up dan how are you i'm good busy
5: day i was actually at the at the compound this morning um Jets riding a four fifty this week, and then uh, got some Canadians. Dylan Wright and his teammate are there oh. now. Oh wow, Piccolo. So, yeah, yeah. I never really uh, got to talk with Dylan. He was a very nice guy.
1: Dude, I liked him. Dylan is a gem. He's a he's a really cool guy. Really nice, fast as shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, good, good dude. Su- so. Super
5: respectful. Yes. Like, didn't complain. Like, I didn't really have him set up yet because I wasn't sure when he was coming. And today was his first day on the on the bike actually from yeah. his knee. Yeah, from his knee. And, yeah. yeah, just really super nice guy and uh but yeah, I just uh, finished up there and then uh, headed to the airport, going to Dallas. We can Dub- you not going.
1: Yeah, I'm not going. No, I'm out. Um Double ACLs for a right, by the way. Two knees, did them both. Oh, so,
5: yeah. Yeah, he, he just had knee. I, I don't, I didn't know exactly details, but yeah, yeah he, he was obviously just doing turn tracks and, and getting, yep. getting his feet wet. But no, super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome.
1: No, he's so. he's he's cool. He's awesome. He's one of the all time great Canadian riders, and yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully he races more in the U.S. Uh, by the way, if you want to deal from the folks at get in Athena, use the contact form on pulpamex.com. Dan himself will handle the order, whether it's uh, a KTM uh, two stroke EFI uh, thing or. Or whether it's a four-stroke modern bike, uh, get has ECUs and CDIs and data loggers and all of that for you guys. Um, all right. Uh, by the way, we were talking about Sexton riding the KTM before he did his deal. And we weren't sure if he did or not. But I did say that if he wanted a KTM, Dan Truman could get him one.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh- I probably could. I've been known to get a few bikes uh, for I, I, a few riders. Yes, this is, what I, this is
1: why I said that. Yeah. You,
5: you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you for some to... reason, they they call me and they're like, hey, could you get this bike? I'm like, yeah, when do you need it? Oh, <laughs> how soon? Do you need One by the afternoon, after <laughs> lunch, before lunch? But yeah. no, I've, I've done it for a few guys. I actually was listening when I was driving. And, and yeah, JT's not wrong. I mean, I think all of these guys, when they're leaving, they try to ride these other bikes, whether it's Kenny or Chase or... You know, whoever it is at that time, they try the bikes because they want to know whether it's in stock form or, or race form. They want to see how the chassis handles and does that stuff. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of you guys tried, you know, tried the other bikes just to to try them. Well, I I wouldn't be surprised if he rode other. I'm not saying he did. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. if he before he made a decision was trying the other brands as well.
1: So well, I know that Kenny. I don't think Kenny rode the Honda. That's why I mentioned that. I don't believe he did. So um, uh, early before he signed the Honda deal. Yeah, I think at least everybody was lying to me. But I don't think he did. So. Um,
5: yeah, I mean, when Steve's seen the numbers, though, I mean, I don't think <laughs> he needs... Like, Ken, 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 you're good. You don't need to write yeah. anything. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, All right, let's get into this a little bit, Dan. Uh, Triple Crown this weekend in uh, in Dallas. I was re-watching the race the other day, and we know Bam has... Bam Bam Barsha has a lot of reputation out there of, of all the things that he's done over the years. I did not have one single problem with his Adam Cincirillo pass. I just, like, it left Adam on the ground, I have the theory of Supercross being a contact sport and, like, anything outside of a T-bone or, you know, aiming for the exit of a turn. I didn't have a problem with that. I, obviously, my, my mention's filled up. Do you see a problem with what 51 did to 9? To
5: no, I mean, I think it's, we look at it more because it's Justin, right? Um, had that been two other guys, Hunter and Thrasher or Jordan Smith or something. Or McAdoo I, I
1: on Brown. McAdoo on yeah. Pierce, Yeah.
5: I don't think we even we even talk about that, right? <clears throat> but since it is Justin and, you know, Jason got put on probation, I think it's being talked about. Adam did for sure give away the spot. But, I mean, Barsha, he's racing forward. He didn't want Adam to retaliate. He doesn't know Adam's going to give him the spot. So, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I just, as long as he's okay getting it back, I think then that's fine. Yeah, that's I mean,
1: all. do I think Adam's pissed? Yes. And Adam owes him one or whatever. You know, I get it. Uh, all of that, but you know, I just, I just think Supercross is a bit of a contact sport. Um, it has been yeah, since I'm, the 1980s. Yeah, I'm fine you know? with it. Right.
5: I mean, Justin was going forward. He was actually riding really good that race. He was going forward, so uh, yeah, I was fine with it. I was gonna. We were thinking about getting Chiz on
1: here, uh, by the way. But thanks for stepping up when Chiz couldn't make it. But I was gonna ask Chiz, like, what's your theory on Sexton? What, what's well, everyone's got a theory? Uh, what's
5: yours? Um, I mean. My, my honest theory is, obviously, I think it's a it's a mental game at this point, and I think Coop is very strong, Eli's very strong, and Chase is unbelievably talented. <clears throat> I think that, and maybe I'm wrong, but Chase's program isn't isn't great for me, uh, in my opinion. All the greats, whether it's Eli going RV, Dunge, Tad, Ricky, James, what the Lawrences are doing, Chase doesn't really have a place to call home during the week, and I don't know if that – I know on the race day that's different, but I just don't think that his program, in my opinion, is the best. He rides at different tracks. He doesn't really have a place. You know, I don't know where he's riding at You know, tomorrow or Tuesday. And I don't know. I, I think that he could strengthen that, but I think it just comes down to mental. He made that one mistake where he, uh, he you know, he almost crashed, and then literally two turns later, he made that big crash. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it, it's definitely a mental thing for sure.
1: Okay. Yeah, he rides at uh, the Sandbox, right? He was riding at Rattray's before that went down, then he's riding at the Sandbox, and I see what you mean. No,
5: I don't think so. He he rides at Jack Chambers oh, okay. at, one day. I think he rides at Sandbox one day, but he's not based out of anywhere. Like, he loads up and goes and rides every day.
1: Do you think and that I, the competition is what he's missing, the weekly
5: pushing? Of, no, you know? I I don't think he needs things. the The greats never had anybody that right. you have to ride with. I don't think that's the chase. I just think, in general, like <clears throat> just having that st- – Stability, and I I had this talk with Chad Reed and some other people, and they just think that having a stable home base during the week and things, and I think that's what the Lawrences have wanted to build, and I think that does help. Is that the only cause of it? Absolutely not. I think Chase just needs to break that that you know mental problem. And, and I mean, he was good. You know, he had broken Eli. I thought. I, I, I thought Eli was just ready to settle for second. You yeah, know what he, I mean? He, Eli
1: I said that, I, that on the show, on a, our Monday show. He's like, "Yeah, I was just, I was settled in and going to do what I'm going to do. That was it. Yeah,
5: yeah. And I mean, I talked to Coop a little bit, and he's like, "Man, I just at the beginning of the race, he's like, he felt like 13 seconds back. He's like, I just, he never really got faster at the end. He just stayed the same. He's like, I just, I couldn't really go any faster. You know? He's like, the track wasn't allowing it for me. So, yeah, I don't know." Yeah, no, it's interesting. I think once Chase figures this out, though, I mean, dude, he's a, he's unbelievable. He's, yeah. His speed is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with you on that. Uh, big weekend for Kenny. I think he rebounds. JT wasn't sure. Uh, I think the triple-crown format he's really good at. I see him in the top five uh, this weekend and rebounding um, this weekend. I just think too highly of him. What, where are you at on that?
5: yeah i have him top five this weekend also actually i think i have him fourth in in my notes um the triple crown format's good for Kenny. He's a good starter Uh, he's been good in dallas in the past and uh yeah kenny's i think he's making progress with the bike and stuff they're you know he's realizing the team's different the resources aren't as good as what they had but i think they're doing a good job for for what they have i mean kenny's kind of what i expected honestly i mean I, i thought that uh Coop's better than I thought preseason, I'll admit mm-hmm. that. Yep. And Jason's not as good preseason, or as good as I thought he would be. Yep. But other than that, I think it's kind of playing out how we thought.
1: Yeah, I kind of kind of agree with you on that. Um, I think that you, both of those are great. What is, so Christian Craig just got his best result of the year. I was saying before the season that I could see him podium uh, a few races. What What's his ceiling now? Uh, has that changed for you? Like, do you like, is, is he just a top five at the best guy,
5: or do you still think that he could podium? I mean, if we had a race during the week, I think he he could he could win one. So, okay, all right, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm close with all those guys, and and he's amazing during the week, and um, I I think speed wise. But again, like JT said, when the AP question came up a little bit ago, they're all champions, right? They're all they have all done what Christian did last year, whether it's AP or or Dino or whoever. So I think a I think the top four guys with Jason, Eli, Chase, and Coop are the top four guys to me. And then I think Christian could get in there; he could still yeah. get the top five. Yeah. But yeah, but but you don't think a podium? Yeah, I mean he could. I just he's lacking something on the weekends. Yeah. Whether it's a confidence thing or what, I know that A one getting them banged up and stuff didn't help. Yeah. But <clears throat> I mean, speed wise and. I know for a fact. I mean, Coop will tell you during the week. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah, he's, un- he's unbelievable. No,
1: you're so, right. Yep. No, that's why I was making a comment. Like, what? It must be so weird to be the, to just beat down Cooper Webb on a Wednesday and then you get lapped
5: on Saturday. It must just be like, what the hell? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, Coop's mechanic, practice mechanic. He, he's close, and he stayed at my house this week. And he's like, dude, last you know, a few weeks ago, Christian just straight up. You know, yarded everybody in a twenty. Yeah, and he's like, yep. Coop's like, I-, I was going as fast as I could go, and Austin's like, What's going on? He's like, I- I'm, I'm trying as hard as yeah. I can, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they get to the weekend, and yeah, Christian gets slapped. It's crazy to me. Yeah. So like, yeah, well, man. Uh, yeah. All right, let's go. Let's get take some calls here. We
1: have uh, Tom on three. He's got a future headline. Tom, what's up, man? Tom, you there? All right. Tom's gone. Uh, JMB on two, not the JMB. JMB.
6: What's happening, guys?
1: What? Uh, what's your theory on Tomac's race?
6: So, in the past, he has said where his rear shock is some, that's the reason that he has, like, a bad race or something. Yeah. And, you know,
1: wasn't he on your shock at one point, your old shock? He was on my shock spring. Oh, yeah, It was just, just my shock spring, apparently.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was going to put a little bit of that blame on you because I'm blue crewing you. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, <nah. laughs> no, I, I, was kinda... I, I had to send my stuff back because they needed that spring. <laughs> that some KYB stuff had been delayed. So not my fault. But, right. yeah. Thanks, man. Allegedly. Th- allegedly, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I lost my factory suspension, damn it. Uh, real, real shame. Uh, Tiller's on three tiller what's up man
3: how's it going guys um i'm i wanted to ask a question about like privateer travel options and like (laughs) if you think that there's enough kind of like crowdsourced or just any good options out there for travel uh the privateers right now because i'm i'm deep in the heart of like i don't know fucking arizona right now and driving a privateer's van for him to the race to save him time so that he's not doing that and like, there's just got to be better ways. I know, like, the Teddy Park thing's still an option, but there's yeah. just too many guys in, in vans right now, and they're all going to the same place. Is they're just, like, are we at the options and that's it? Or do you guys have other ideas?
1: Uh, no, yeah, Teddy Parks, um, I think Teddy raised his rates, and some guys are like, ah, it's too much money for me. So, yeah, you're kind of screwed. There was Gus Gus, Team Gus for a while. Uh, that's gone. Um, I think, Tilly, you're, you're out of luck. Like, Obviously, Tampa to Oakland to Dallas is gnarly. Uh, a bunch of guys threw their bikes in with Starling, I think. But I don't think, Dan, is a real option for privateer guys. It is what it is.
5: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there are some, some smaller teams that do East Coast and not all the West Rounds like um, Rides Unlimited, Future MX, things like that. You can approach those guys and offer... To give them some money, you know, and, and they're they're taking some extra bikes, I know. It's a good but point.
1: A-Ray yeah, a- does that with cycle guys, right? Cycle trader guys, you know? Yeah, yep. so,
5: I mean, it, there's options. You definitely need to go around the pit and talk, and, I mean, everyone's looking for gas money and stuff. It's it's not easy, that's for sure. But um, Yeah. Man, it's
3: I mean, it it's, is uh, if you guys had, like, a, I don't know, uh, the magic, like, pencil, and you could just, like, draw up an idea that you think would, would work, just, like, a crazy idea to help everybody, like, would it just be teddy parks times three where he's just got three yeah. three trailers and does it i like I that like idea
1: at, at one point teddy was making you use his gear and i think his exhaust or something uh for 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 if you if you paid him less money you got you had to use his sponsors or more money you didn't have to i think that that's a great idea dan like just yeah i think you know just like a world supercross round you all tr you all out of one truck
5: you know so yeah, I mean, and, and there's been stuff in the early days, like in the early 2000s, I like think with Bike Bandit and things like that. There's been those teams, those guys just, you know, they lose the they lose the motivation of it, you know, It's so kind of just. But yeah, I, it, there's not a real like, answer, man. Couldn't,
1: couldn't three privateers get together and buy like a uh, hauler, you know, a motorhome hauler thing and go all in. I mean, then they'd have to get along with each other and talk to each other, which could be the big (laughs) problem. But that would work, like, if three guys got together, you know? But, yeah, Yeah, I don't know.
5: Everybody thinks in the moto that they got to all look the same and be a team, right? And I don't think they necessarily need to do that. Once they're on the track, it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody cares. Uh, Thanks for the call, man. Yeah.
3: Team thing? um, i got a quick feature headline for you just for fun. uh, Let's do it. um, It's not as relevant as when I made it, but... Perandis finally figures out his freaking starts for a fantastic finish in Supercross, or Dylan Ferrandis is in the SX record books for his disastrous first lap results among DieHard French fans.
1: What do you think, Dan? Does Ferrandis figure it out? Does he figure out his starts for?
5: Uh, I think the Yamaha's have been good. Good on the starts. I think he's fine. I like the starts.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think he figures it out, Tilly. I think he uh, Tiller. I think he gets there. Uh, I just don't know when. Right. Maybe Daytona. He'll be back for that. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Uh, we got lots to, I uh, still got to, Dan Truman on the line. Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Let's get to Sean. Sean, you've been on hold for a long time. Um, you 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 win a set of fly gloves. Is, is, does that help the whole time if I give you a set of fly yeah, gloves?
6: Steve, I appreciate that. Steve never won anything from you, so thank you very All much. Right.
1: All right. You win the fly racing gloves, flyracing.com. What's your question, man?
6: Hey, I wondered if there's. you think there's a correlation between the injuries today versus in the past. I started racing in 1980, you know, before all the compounds and everything else. And It wasn't uncommon to see a lot of the pros show up the local races, you know, like Keith Turpin, Billy Lyles, Damon Bradshaw, Ronnie Tensioner, and all that stuff. And they would race the winner series, right? And all the interviews with the top pros say, yeah, yeah, we've done a lot of practicing, but it's not until you really get out into the race to get the race feel. Have we gone too much to the compounds, and guys may be getting complacent with their practice tracks and getting hurt, Instead of going out and doing some local races and, and and coming back to the Florida Winter Series and what they used to have in California, I mean, Zach is a perfect example You know, with GNCC. He's been racing the FTR, you know, hair scrambles races. Yeah, He didn't get hurt in the hair scrambles race. No. So do you think there's a correlation there that these guys are practicing so much and not racing enough that they're getting injured more? Speaking of Zach
1: Osborne, he has a firm belief that riders get hurt at races more than practicing. And I think it's about the same. Uh, we were trying to track it, and I don't know if we agreed to track it or not. But um, those races, though, Dan, the Florida Winter Series is gone kind of, right? Or is it still popular and still there, still going on?
5: Uh, I mean, it's still popular, and, and we have the Florida Gold Cup here, too. I, I mean, I kind of agree with Zach. I mean, knock on wood, our, our compound has, hasn't has really produced any injuries over the last four years. And, I mean, some of those riders have gotten hurt at races. So I, I definitely don't think riders race enough, especially on the amateur side, because, I mean, when we were younger, like he said, everybody went to Mega Series and Florida Gold Cups or Cal Classics on the West Coast. I don't think the kids race enough, and when they turn pro, it's a problem. So I, I do think that's an amateur problem. For the pros, I mean, injuries happen. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I'm looking, I guess I'm kind of looking at pro
6: circuit, you know, how pro circuit's been hammered, right? Yeah. And they have young guys, right, other than, you know, Forkner.
5: I
1: just think that that's just weirdo practice injuries, right? I don't know if you can correlate that to anything, but I will say this like, these teams, these bikes are so specialized now that no, Cowie doesn't want AC just grabbing his bike and showing up at Glen Helen for an REM race. Like, there, there needs to be a, a mechanic there and a data guy. And, like, it's no longer like I look at some of those pictures of Bradshaw racing the Florida Winter Series in Cycle News, like when he was a factory Yamaha guy. His bike, he's got stock bars on. Like, he's just he's just showing up, right? And Yamaha's like, cool, right on. Like, I, it's such a different time now. They're so specialized. They have so much going on, these bikes and the teams, that they don't want these dudes racing. But I, I get what you're saying, Sean. Like, yeah, more racing, like Dan said, is, is definitely I, – I think it's fine. Like, I don't think you can say, like, oh, you can't race because you'll get injured. Like, we have plenty of injuries during the week at a practice track, you know? So – I
6: yeah, I was know. just I was just kind of thinking, you know, you get complacent riding the same track all the time, and and we've seen Marvin and we've seen you know the guys from Bakers Factory show up at some of the other local motocross tracks, but they show up on practice day, right? Yeah, they yeah. come out and practice some of the other tracks, but you know, just you know, getting some gate drops and you know, even though they may be racing against themselves because they wax all the local guys, but you know what I'm saying?
1: No, yeah, no, I I think they could I think they could race more, but again, these bikes, the, the, it has to be a whole team effort. You just can't grab your bike and go race. The factories would lose their minds, and you know, their bikes aren't. <laughs> want you got to have everybody there so like dan these guys don't even practice anymore on their own like the days of taking your bike out on your own are basically over there's practice bike mechanics or ktm even hired seth rarick as a east coast crew chief like (laughs) like it's nuts you know the the specialization we've seen so
5: um yeah it's it's a different era it's hard to compare that stuff you know back uh, to back
1: thanks sean stay on hold all right we'll get you that information for those fly gloves um Certainly, it's a good topic. It's a good debate on, like, you know, what is going on in our sport a little bit. I just always just – I had Prater ask me one time what I thought about injuries, and I'm just like, honestly, dude, because, you know, sometimes the Supercross season has just been wrecked, right? And I'm just like, I think it's random, man. I don't think there's a reason why you get a lot of injuries one year and none the next year. I, I can't put my finger on it.
5: Yeah, I mean look at R V and Dunge, they they trained and rode just as much as everyone else. I mean, they were fine. I yeah. Mean, no. Some people some people get hurt. I, mean,
1: I remember too, like at the end of ninety seven, I was working for Birdwell. By the time we hit Vegas, there was four factory guys left. So don't give me the two strokes, four stroke things. There was four factory guys left, Birdwell made the main. Super sweet. You know what I mean? Like
5: Oh, I mean that's happened numerous years. I mean, remember the year uh Fonseca got third at like seven or six yeah. six or seven straight, four fifty Yeah, races? It was Ricky, Chad like- and Ernie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like six or seven straight races because there just wasn't anybody else.
1: No, no, exactly. So that's just part of our sport, unfortunately. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Maxis Tires, uh, Maxis.com, mountain bike tires, light truck tires, trailer tires, and more. Uh, thanks to Maxis guys and Vertex Pistons as well. Vertex provides the highest quality aftermarket replacement performance kits for the power sports industry. Uh, they have pistons, two-stroke and four-stroke. They're uh, manufactured in Italy. The Cast and Forge Pistons are the premier choices for power and performance. Vertex pistons.com dan a couple of things i look forward to arguing with you about uh um matt moss here on the pulp fantasy pod that should be great can't wait and uh matt, also what matt moss doesn't race dallas by the way just in case yeah you yeah know. yeah no i know um <laughs> also what give me your winners for this weekend in dallas
5: uh it's hard to go against hunter lawrence in the 250 class uh he he's been the strongest guy um i think that uh I agree with what JT said. It could go either way, right? The one guy asked us, Hunter, do what Jet does or does Hunter, you know, continue his win streak, and, and I think he continues to win. Mm-hmm. So I'll go that route. And I will go with, uh, man, hard to go against Chase Sexton with his speed. I'll go Chase Sexton.
1: Yeah, it's especially three triple crowns, right? A little shorter races. You know?
5: Yeah, I mean Eli Eli and Cooper Webber are pretty good at those triple crowns. They are.
1: They are. Uh we asked Eli about it on the show and he's like, "Yeah, I'm really good at them, but I still don't
5: really like them." You know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I tell you I don't like them. I, I, anybody who works them don't yeah. like them, but as of as a fan, they're amazing, I think. Yep. But yeah, absolutely. As an empl- as an employee who has to like do stuff between each race, I don't like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um well.
1: All right, man. Well, hey, uh get and Athena. Thanks uh thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yep, thanks, guys. All right, yep. thank you. That's Dan Truman, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, presented by Maxis. Get Plum Creek Funding 100%, Decal Works, Vertex Pistons. Tits, I mean, I don't. Yeah, man. What? I'm out of words. Freaking bring my A game. Yeah, I'm out of words for you. Yeah, buddy. I, you continue to bring it higher and higher. Thank you for recognizing. Thanks for listening. Dallas this weekend, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. See you next
3: week.